Hey there, my friend. Thank you so much for checking out this episode 110. 110. I'm so excited because this episode is a solo show and I'm going to be sharing how to create more demand for the thing that you offer. Because if you're struggling, if you're like, why aren't people buying my stuff? It's like really awesome and I can't figure out how to create more customers and it's frustrating. Yeah, I get it. But here's the deal. I'm going to be sharing a quirky story about a Chicago legend, literally legend, and what I learned from him on how to create demand. And when you understand this premise that it is applicable, it is going to change everything. And so, yeah, how's that for how's that for opening a loop? But in the meantime, I do want to let you know that there's a new Facebook group called Prolific Women Entrepreneurs, Prolific Women Entrepreneurs, where you can head over there because as you know, every single month I host a cafe call, Corrective Action, Faster Earnings, Cafe, C-A-F-E. And that call helps me help you. So if you have any questions, if you're not sure what is keeping you stuck with your random acts of marketing, this is your opportunity to join the Prolific Women Entrepreneurs Facebook group and then post your question. So I'm doing the cafe call. It's really awesome. It is a great way for me to give back uh, to the female entrepreneur community and it makes me feel good and I'm helping people and it's super, super win-win. Okay, with that, let us get on with the show. Here we go. Hey there, I'm Patty Dominguez. You're about to discover what it means to position your brand and your business to stand out. This show explores the stories of small business owners just like you who are bringing their message out to the world and impacting their tribe. So if you want to take your business to a category of one status, then hang with me because this podcast shares everything you need to know about how to be more prolific with your brand so that you can have more profits. All right. Okay, this is a good one. And actually, I was thinking about this the other day, and I was uh, commenting to a couple of my amazing mavens in Prolific Cafe, which is the best membership ever, that why is it that all of my philosophies, I guess, all the things that I talk about that I share in terms of strategies have a food correlation? Like, hello, what is that all about? But it works. And today is no different. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you a really great, significant, amazing story of clarity that I got, like this aha moment, like a lightning bolt that really helped me to understand how to create demand, okay? Because here's the deal. Lots of times when, uh, or in the past, certainly, okay, this has happened to me, is you have a product you're super passionate about, but fact of the matter is people don't want it. They don't want it. And you're like, why is it that they don't want this? This is like, it's really amazing. And as a matter of fact, I've gone through this as well with clients. Like I have one client, she's she's so smart, so smart, like amazing corporate background, transitioning into her encore career. And I'm so passionate about supporting females in this respect. And she has these amazing skills that she has amassed over a 30 year period. So she's legit, right? Not poser. She's not posing. She knows exactly what she's doing. She has deep expertise. And it was not for a lack of trying to find a hook or a great headline or what have you or doing the work she was doing it all like she was taking care of it you know like putting in the work to put her stuff out there but it wasn't hitting a mark and the reason why it was hitting a mark is because of this 
There was no demand for it. There was simply no demand for it. And so I can completely appreciate when you have something that you're putting together and that you're offering and it's like, it's not landing. It's like, why isn't this landing? Is it this? Is it that? Is it my funnel? Maybe if I buy this next course, maybe that's going to help me. And I have to tell you, that's not it. It's not it. And this is why. Okay. So here is the story that I want to share. This is amazing. So back in the day, I'm a Gen Xer. Back in the day, when I used to go to the clubs, you know, be clubbing. And sure enough, there was this amazing man. His name was Claudio, okay? And he sold tamales. And tamales, for those of you that don't know, a, a tamal, you know, you say tamal, tamales, or whatever in Spanish, because yes, I am Latina. So you say, what is a tamale? In its basic form, a tamale is a steamed, tasty, cornmeal type of deal where it has like filling in it so you could fill it with cheese or chicken and sauce and what have you and then they wrap it up in this um, corn husk okay they are delicious so the deal is back in the day you'd go and I had heard about this guy this tamale guy and as a matter of fact if you go on Yelp and you do a search for a tamale guy the the reviews go back like he has 300 and some odd reviews and I go back and I'm like I'm not kidding like people say oh my god he's like a magical food fairy who appears as soon as you feel the first twinge of hunger and then somebody else here Christine from Chicago says please tell me where I could find the tamale guy I've never been lucky enough to run into him but I want to I've heard of him he's a mystery and he sounds genius and then this other woman Johanna says holy crap I was at Mutiny and the tamale guy came in. I sympathized with his plight, praised him for his devotion, and then bought some of the best tamales I've ever eaten. My life has never been more full. Katie from Chicago says, I love that there are reviews for a tamale guy. Like, he's everywhere. He's a mystery. And then Gloria, okay, so I'm going to leave this last. What makes the tamale guy so special? Let me tell you, his dedication, and we protect the tamale guy. And oh yeah, by the way, his tamales are pretty dang good, right? So here's the deal. After 300 and some odd reviews, the tamale guy, why is he so popular? Why is he so admired? Like there are people who get, who literally take pictures with the tamale guy. And it turns out that Claudio, one of his approaches of what he would do is that he would show up around midnight two in the morning after you're clubbing and you're like oh my god I'm starving right you've been out you're starving and you're like where's the tamale guy and this dude would rake I mean he was making money hand over fist and therein lies the lesson okay he's not just any tamale guy he's the tamale guy as a matter of fact the reviews then um that go back to like 2006 I mean, legitimately, I think I reviewed the tamale guy. This is how amazing he is. So it is now 2021. The tamale guy, um, somebody took over his name. So on Yelp, he didn't claim his profile. So some company, they thought they would be really sleuthy and take the tamale guy's identity. And they try to create a storefront called the tamale guy. Guess what? 
it busted. Like it didn't go anywhere. People hated it. People were saying, whoever set this up is a fake. That's not the real tamale guy. Here's where you can find the tamale guy, etc. He's like a freaking legend. I'm not kidding you guys. So the point here is, is that tamale guy was creating demand. Why? Because he was serving up delicious tamales, the price is right, but more importantly, he was serving a hungry crowd. And then the mystery of where the tamale guy would be was exactly that was a mystery people didn't really know when is he going to show up is he going to show up at one is he going to show up at two and then when he would show up he would have this big huge pot of tamales and he would have people lined up ready to buy the tamales literally downtown chicago right in the club scene tamale the tamale guy raking in the dough so let's go to the lesson. The lesson here is as Gary Halbert, who is one of the legendary copywriters said, you have to find a starving crowd. Okay. That's what it is. He said something along the lines and I'm paraphrasing, like if I'm going to start a hamburger joint where, what is the most important thing that I want? And then people would say, oh, the location, you know, location, 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 or I want the best product. I want the best hamburger. He said, no, you want a starving crowd. Boom. That's the lesson. Do you have a starving crowd? So the deal is, is that whatever it is that you have, you want to make sure that you are filling a need. Is there a desire there? And if not, create the desire. And so for the tamale guy who since like the Yelp reviews going back to 2006, he created demand, he created desire, he literally created this, this, like the mystery, like when is the tamale guy going to show up? You know, people were talking about him on Twitter. And so because he didn't understand like what marketing opportunity he had, somebody else took his identity, they took over, they tried to start or to use the tamale guy name and it didn't go anywhere. So that business crashed and burned. But the real tamale guy, Claudio, didn't understand what he was sitting on. He could have been sitting on a huge opportunity to create like tamale guy storefronts. And it's literally, he's a legend here in Chicago. So I want to say that for you is, are you creating that type of like notoriety? Is there demand? Are you creating demand? Do you understand what need you fill in the marketplace because if you don't then you're going to be struggling because if your product isn't nice to have it's not going to go anywhere because people who have products that are nice to have it doesn't create that sense of like i need this now but if you can create the i need this now feeling that is the game changer and therein lies the opportunity of what i learned with a tamale guy because i promise you when i was hanging around at the clubs and such and you know 2008 2009 and so i was like this guy is raking it in and i saw all of the variables he was creating demand he was creating desire he was finding the starving crowd he was pricing it right it wasn't even about the product but the fact of the matter is is that a whole bunch of drunk people at two in the morning in the club scene you better believe he had a captive audience that is a tamale guy story. So see, it's a food thing, right? I always have to have like these food stories and analogies that help. But I hope that you take with you the key takeaways here about really understanding how do you create demand and desire for your product. Don't forget the tamale guy. All right, with that, thank you so much. And what if I can help you to position your business to profit, uh, head on over to positioningtoprofit.com. You're going to see goodies there. And of course, Prolific Cafe, which is like an amazing community of fellow female entrepreneurs who are creating their category of one in their respective 
niches and just killing it in the process and really serving at a higher level. And it is like my favorite thing to do. So don't forget the tamale guy. Don't forget prolificcafe.com and see you in the next show. Thank you so much for checking out the Positioning to Profit podcast. If you haven't already done so, please make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any new episodes. And also, it would mean the world to me if you would take a quick moment to leave a rating and review on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcast player. It really helps to get the word out about the podcast and, of course, the featured guests. And lastly, please make sure to connect with me on social media. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, I'm on all of them and use hashtag positioning to profit so that I can (laughs) search you out and connect that way too. All right. Thanks so much. See you next time.